Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Welcome back for another episode. You know, it's really exciting, you know, to see how the things that are happening in the world today are these real life lessons for financial freedom, to give out financial education, to um, be able to show real world examples of why the kind of principles of financial emancipation come to come to bear in real life. You know, when you're when you're kind of in a position to talk about the way something can be done, it can seem abstract. And so sometimes you can feel like you're just talking into the air and people can maybe have trouble understanding or even taking in the lessons because they can't see it in real time. So that's why sometimes it's really helpful when the universe and the world begins to demonstrate some of the things that I talk about in this podcast in this very real way, because it makes it so much that much easier to kind of give those examples. So today's topic is going to really be about uh, your tax return and predatory lending. So if there's a combination there. So predatory lending first is really, it, it, it's predatory lending is something that has, has been around for a very long time. It kind of took it hit ahead on the mortgage side of predatory lending in the housing crisis of like 2008, 2009, when it was clear that banks were, were engaging in predatory lending by lending, by putting up these loans, interest only loans, loans with big balloon payments to people who were never going to be able to pay. They had changed and adjusted um, the requirements, got people into these mortgage loans, also that they could take the loan and sell it to somebody else. And at the end, the person would end up in underwater on the home, unable to pay the mortgage, unable to make the balloon payments, lose their home, but the bank still made money. And um, there are many other types of predatory lending, including payday loans, um, which are which are in some states illegal, but payday loans are a big one. And one of the things that I kind of consider to be predatory as well in the nature of it are the loans that you can get against your um, tax return. So in the season that we're in right now with the government shutdown, there are going to be people who are furloughed from work and who need access to money. And some of those people will or should be able to, um, if they're going to get their tax return done, can go and kind of take out a loan against their tax return. Um, they're going to get their taxes done and they can go and, and some companies will allow you to take a loan out against your tax return so you can get the money now versus when it's finally going to come in. And in this instance, there's going to be a delay and when it comes in give, given the government shutdown. Th- that person who we're talking about Who's furloughed? For, who's been furloughed from from work for three weeks? Has already received a one zero paycheck. That person may be in a predicament where they need to access this um, option as it relates to their their um, their tax return. And in that instance, the what I would say the penalties or any of that as it relates to um, as it relates to the type of lending, you know, there are penalties to that. There are things that maybe make it to be something where you lose some money that would be reasonable under those circumstances where you are a person who who no longer has access 
to your money because you're a, fur a furloughed government employee. And that would make that reasonable. But if you're a person who's receiving, who, who wants to go out and do your taxes now or as early as possible and take out a loan against your, your taxes because there's going to be a delay and you're not someone who's a furloughed employee, I would like, caution you against that. And I caution people against any type of loans that will, that you're taking in like an advance. Cause it's not really a loan. It's an advance because the person who's giving you this advance is taking money out of your pocket. And so if there's a chance that you can wait and you can figure out a way to wait so that you can receive all of the money that's owed to you, I would suggest you do so. It's very much, it's very tempting, particularly after the holidays where you've kind of probably overspent and you really want to have that lump sum of cash in as soon as possible. And now with the government shut down, there could be a delay about a month or so because if, like again, your employer is obligated to provide you with your W-2 by J January 31st. After January 31st, many people can file. If you file at the January 31st, if, and in a normal season, you could have your tax return back by mid-February, you know, if you fast enough. But during this position of a shutdown, that may or may not be the case. And so there could be that temptation to take out a loan. Um, and you should really consider the, the terms of that. Again, it's, a, it's really an advance. The terms of that advance and whether or not the amount of money that they're going to take from you is worth having this money earlier, particularly if you don't have a plan of something to do with it that is so essential that it has to come two weeks sooner than it might come otherwise. And the reason I bring all that up is that, again, the planning around the tax return, tax return is not a windfall. Um, there's an early episode, episode 10 talks about that. Your tax return is not a windfall. And I will say this and talk about this every year around this time because it's important to understand that you are receiving back money that is your money, money that belonged in your pocket, money that you worked for. The government took that money, they held it from you all year, and now they're giving it back to you without any interest. So you already lost as it relates to the money that's coming back to you because you didn't have an opportunity to receive that money all year long, which would have helped you along the year. Now, when you're getting it back, why would you cut yourself again, cut yourself short again and give someone else your money all for the opportunity to expedite the money when in fact you may or may not have a plan for this money that is in fact to the best and advantageous to your financial freedom. Sometimes getting things fast doesn't help because it's the faster it comes in, the faster it goes out. Keep in mind that you really need to focus this, this lump sum of money that's coming into you on a few key things, paying off debt, contributing to your savings and adjusting and catching up on any bills that may be behind. This is not an opportunity to take that money and spend it on something totally new unless all of your bills are paid, you have no credit card debt and no place where you could spend that money to lower the burden of your finances. It is very tempting at this time of year to, to use that money to get yourself a new bag, to plan a vacation, to go on a trip, to do something that will make you feel good because you feel like you're getting a windfall of money. But always remind yourself, your tax return is not a windfall. It is money you worked for. And it is money that you should have gotten already. You should not have paid the government. 
And so understand that that money should go to taking care of things that you have already outstanding. Now, if all your, again, if all your debt is paid off and you don't have anything lingering over you and the bills in January are not hitting you any different than the bills in December, then you go on ahead and do whatever it is that you want to do with that tax return. As long as your savings is also where it needs to be. Because if you don't have a savings with a minimum of $1,000 in it, anything you get from your tax return should go into your savings. Because emergency funds are essential. You know, less than half the population has, of, uh, less than half of the population has $1,000 in an emergency fund. Less than 50% of people can manage an emergency of $1,000 or more. If that's one in two, that's you, either you or your best friend realizing that it is not easy to save a thousand dollars if you know depending on what your finances look like so then you need to take this opportunity where you're getting a check in the in your account or depositing your account that's a couple of thousand dollars to pad up that emergency fund because while we don't know when the government's going to reopen we don't know when you know this this disaster in washington is going to end we don't know when a lot of things but one thing we know for sure is that an emergency will come and if you are not prepared for that emergency, we also know, as well as we know our own names, that if you are not prepared for an emergency, you will throw your finances into a tailspin. So take this opportunity with this tax return. Stay away from the, the predatoriness of the getting in advance and paying some very high percentage rate of your money to H&R Block or Liberty tra- Liberty Taxes or whatever these places are. Stay away from the idea of taking an advance on your own money and having to pay somebody else to get it all for the fact and satisfaction of having money sooner so that you can do something with it that's irresponsible. If you are going to do and pay off your bills and put into your savings, you could wait an additional two weeks to do that. But don't allow yourself to be so rabid about getting this money back as if it's some sort of, you know, and so careless with the amount of money they're going to take from you that you just kind of treat it again like it's a windfall rather than it's getting your money. You you don't want to have to give the bank money to take your money out. That's why I'm a big proponent. I won't use I won't use an ATM that's not my bank's ATM because I'm not going to be charged a fee to take my money out out of my bank. That just that just doesn't make sense to me. And you shouldn't be charged a fee to get an advance of your money that's coming from the government. So Keep that in mind during this season. It's a very hard time for some folks. Uh, you know, I recognize that the government shutdown is really having a strong impact on folks. And if again, if you're in that situation, you have to do what you have to do. But if that's not you, then ease up, take your time, make a plan for that money. Let that extra two weeks that there may be a delay on that tax return allow you to make a really substantive plan that is beneficial to your financial emancipation. So I'm going to wrap up there. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you haven't already done so, head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook at Financial Emancipation. And if you have any questions, please feel free to send me an email at Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K at thefinancialemancipation.com. Again, thank you for joining me. And I hope you'll be back as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.